Welcome to the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, leader, community member, and at the end of the day, I'm a human being who loves to learn, be creative, who admittedly makes mistakes, and who's on a mission to bring more joy and engagement to my life and my clients' lives. Over the past 18 years in my career, I've encountered various leaders and teams, some that have thrived and others that have been, well, toxic. And I've realized this is actually not unique to me. In fact, we've all been there. This show is my way of helping leaders who desire ease with their teams, who know there's a better way to lead than the traditional forms of leadership from our parents' generation, and who know that leadership is not gained through following a template. This show will offer you insights and interviews with various like-minded leaders who are all inspiring their teams having those uncomfortable conversations, investing in development, and building a culture of gratitude and value, making an impact. My goal with this show is to motivate you to think about the type of leader you most desire becoming and inspire you to connect, engage, and develop your teams today. Ultimately, showing up for them so they show up for you. Building intentional, conscious leadership. We can do this. All right, let's go. Team engagement and experience, team connection and belonging. All of these are phrases, words, pain points that I've been hearing from so many different leaders and it's a very real thing. I believe that we are all craving so much more connection than we have and I'm wondering when we're going to start taking action to make this happen and I believe that when we say things like, I desire my team to be more connected, or I want my team to be engaged, I want to empower my team, I, yeah, as a leader, I want to lead consciously, and as a leader, I want to develop my team. These are all really amazing things to aspire to. The challenge that I am seeing leaders facing right now is they don't know where to start. All of these buzzwords are coming at them and all of these solutions and tips and things that they should be doing kind of feel like it's being a new mom all over again where everyone has an opinion on how you should be doing things and what's the right way you know your baby should be doing this and then you should be doing that and don't forget to take care of yourself and you know it's almost like opinion overload and for all of the leaders out there who are struggling with 
time and capacity, you know, on one hand, wanting and desiring, you know, this vision for your team, creating this culture, and on the other hand, just also struggling to get by with your workload. I think that it's time to take a bit of a step back, carve out that time, create that space so that you can really look at what is driving you still, what needs your focus, what needs to be a priority, and take some small steps to implement. You know, we could all use a win. I said this to someone the other day who is a new mom and is kind of in survival mode, not kind of, is 100% in survival mode. And right now it's all the crap, all of the crying and the sleepless nights and then not knowing what to do. And it's really, really easy to focus on the, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what is my life going to look like? How did I get myself into this? And I think that as leaders, we can often feel the same way. But what I, my one piece of advice to her was focus on a win a day. Set one small goal for yourself, you know, a micro action that you can take and achieve it and celebrate it. Now, I'm not talking, you know, run 5K or, you know, hire a new team member in one day or write the job description all in one day or, you know, plan the next holiday party for the team. Like, I'm talking micro steps. So for her, I suggested maybe a win is drinking my entire coffee while it's hot. Not having to warm it up, not even once, not even for 30 seconds. That a win for her one day may just be drinking an entire coffee hot. So for the leaders out there, what is one win you can have each day? What are some small goals that you can set with your team around engagement and connection? Could it be to hop on a call and have a non-work-related connection with your team or one team member a day for five minutes? Is that doable? Can you carve out five minutes to build connection and engagement with your team? Can you um, take the time to send an email to the entire team saying, I just want to congratulate so-and-so on this amazing achievement? You know, spend five minutes a day recognizing your team connecting with your team where is it within your team vision that you need to put some priorities in place because the longer that we go on just saying the words 
of wanting to and wouldn't it be nice if and sure I desire that but dot 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 the further and further we push our team away the further and more disconnected our team becomes and we all know what a disconnected team looks like right they stop feeling passionate about wanting to show up to work they dread those meetings it's easy for them to call in sick maybe they're even tempted by a new job opportunity because there are so many opportunities out there now that we all know how to work from home we all know how to work remotely the world has opened up the job possibilities have opened up so for our leaders and those who are managing teams you know what can you do to start implementing because the time is now not in a month not when you know the whole team's back in the office because let's be honest we don't know what that's going to look like right it doesn't have to be after summer vacations right it doesn't have to be you know when so and so gets back from maternity leave or parental leave there are so many excuses that we put in place and we are doing that to ourselves nobody is doing that for us there is no reason you can't start now and if you're sitting in listening to this and you're thinking well actually I do have some reasons and here they all are I'm going to challenge you to think each one of those reasons write them down of why you think you can't start now and really ask yourself is this true is it really true 100% true that you can't start now and what happens when you believe that what happens when you believe that you can't start now well chances are you don't take action you let yourself off the hook for this work and you keep pushing it you also are then telling your team that it's not important right now that connecting with them is not a priority right now but it is right we know that it is so after you ask yourself if it's true and if it's really true and how what actions you take or what you believe when you believe that statement flip it around tell yourself that that excuse or that reason doesn't really exist that you can do it despite whatever limitations are in place because we often go into this as well of with this all or nothing attitude right it's got to be perfect it's got to be all the way and we set these unrealistic unachievable expectations for ourselves and our team of creating this oasis of life that 
you're never going to reach. And I'm not saying that you can't have goals and, um, you know, the right mindset, but I'm saying when you constantly work towards perfect, you stand in the way of good. You stand in the way of good enough or enough, and you stand in the way of progress. Perfect is such an enemy and having to do all or nothing is right up there with perfect. So ditch it, ditch perfectionism, ditch the all or nothing attitude and think about what are the small steps, the small engagements that you can take to really start down that path. Because maybe you're not there yet to fully, you know, do a staff retreat. Maybe that's just not possible right now. But you can start building connection and engagement with your team. You have to. Because when we do get back to whatever normal is, and, you know, depending on where you are listening to this, maybe you're not in lockdown. Maybe you are, you know, working back in an office and your team is together. But for many of us, At the time of this recording, we are all still working remotely and leaders are now thinking about what does going back to work look like? How are are we going to do shifts in the office? Is everyone going to stay working remotely or is everyone going to have to come back in? And I think that there's going to be so many different versions of this, but my caution for everyone who is thinking about waiting until is that the further you or the longer you wait with your team to build that engagement when things go back to normal your team is not going to know how to engage with one another and you're going to have to start from scratch there's going to be so many different um, business designs in staffing and time in the office and all these other, you know, other things that you need to worry about as a leader that trying to keep everyone connected and engaged is going to become a daunting task. So when I say the time is now, I mean now. And in a consistent way. Again, I say this pretty much every podcast. We are not just checking boxes. Right? Don't just say, oh, yep, I talked to people today. Check. But to really connect with them. And then to do it again the following week. And the week after that. So, you know, a few easy ways to build engagement now is to carve out the time. Again, it doesn't have to be an hour, right? Set five minutes aside every day to connect with a member on your team. How are they? Not work-related. Find out something about them. Spend some time showing them appreciation and recognition the way that they like to hear that. Okay. Another way is to bring back those celebrations. And maybe it's just monthly at this point, 
but we used to celebrate people's birthdays in the office or anniversaries or retirement or new baby, new wedding, all of these things. And this seems to have stopped because people can't figure out how to do them. But I'm challenging all of you people managers to bring back the monthly celebrations. So maybe that means, you know, last Friday of every month or Thursday of every month, you want to bring your team together and over Zoom or whatever platform you use and have a celebration lunch together or a cocktail together, whatever it is, to just wish each other well and celebrate those milestones. Birthdays that month, anniversaries, work anniversaries, you know, anything like that, it's worth celebrating, it's worth recognizing. And then think about how you can start to create a retreat or um, a social activity that your team can participate in um, virtually. Maybe you can even include their family or those that they spend their life with, but do something non-work related. Okay. And I guess the last tip is waste time. Waste time at the beginning of a meeting. Maybe not every meeting, but pick one. Pick one meeting a week that you can purposely waste time in. So the first 10 minutes is catching up with one another, letting the entire group catch up with one another because now you as a leader has have already you know connected and made that purposeful interaction let the other colleagues connect with one another what's happening and celebrate a win get folks to everyone share a win right that'll challenge them to start seeing the positive and win worthy pieces of their job, pieces of their life that they get to celebrate with the team rather than focusing on the negativity or just hopping right into the meeting. Let them focus on a win. And leaders, what you'll find is that this actually doesn't take very much time. This isn't a huge time commitment And once you start, you know, really getting into the habit of making this a priority, you're going to then see where you can carve out even more time. Maybe someone on your team will even want to take on that challenge and um, do more when it comes to engagement. Maybe you need someone from a consultant to come in to just really lead this for you But whatever it is, you have to start somewhere. And my goal with so many teams is to really move from transactional relationships where you're hopping onto the meeting, you're assigning the work, they're doing the work, and then you move on to the next work, right? It's very transactional. And I want to shift business and colleagues and just I want actual relationships I think that's my goal with this is to help you all see 
how you can move from transactional relationships to actual real human relationships. And when you can help your team be empowered, feel valued, appreciated, and heard, um, there are like some really real benefits. So not only just quality of life and joy and, you know, being good human beings to one another, on the business side of things, there are huge benefits. You're going to see increased productivity because people are now engaged, they feel connected, they want to do a good job for you. You're going to have talent retention. So those great people on your team, you're going to keep them because now they feel committed, they feel loyal, they want to stay. There is not very many people, and I'm, I'm not going to say a blanket statement like everybody, but most people do not leave jobs because of pay. They leave because they don't feel valued. They don't feel that they belong. They don't feel connected. So show them that these are all things that they can have with your organization because the cost of constantly recruiting and hiring and onboarding is huge. When you, the next point is when you have a engaged and happy, satisfied team, the people who benefit from that are your clients. Your client satisfaction and your client retention is also going to increase. Because your team cannot provide amazing customer service when they don't feel amazing. Okay? They're not going to build, be able to build customer loyalty when they don't have organizational loyalty. You're going to see a decrease in absenteeism. Less time where people are calling in sick or going off on stress leave. And at the end of all of this, when all of these things are ticking, your profitability goes up. So while, you know, there are some real human benefits to having an engaged and connected team, you know, for the folks that really need to rationalize it from a business perspective, there are very real business benefits as well. So to all of the leaders and those who manage teams, maybe the challenge that I'm going to put out to all of you is, what is one thing that you can implement this week that is going to help you engage more with your team and a win that you can celebrate? Okay, so how are you going to start implementing engagement now and what are some wins that you can start celebrating with your team as you know I am all about building connections and helping teams engage and bring the joy back into what it is they do because of all of these benefits I just shared with you when we're all living our best lives and we feel valued and heard and we belong, 
Um, and we are more than just the role we hold within an organization. It has such an amazing ripple effect throughout our lives, throughout how we can show up in our communities. And I just think that at the end of the day, it makes a positive impact in our world. So leaders, it's not too much pressure, <laughs> but you can take some small steps. And I challenge you this week to think about what is the one thing that you can do to start engaging with your team today. And if you need some help, as always, I am here. I would love to be your partner in engagement and helping you continue connecting with your team, um, help you see what is possible, and help you push past your, your resistance on this. So connect with me. You can follow me on Instagram, share this podcast with someone else who you think might need it. And I hope you all have a wonderful week and take those steps. Thanks for listening.